Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 25th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. What a day. What a day of golf. It was an exciting Sunday. I, man, glowing reviews, near universal. Everybody's riding high. Everybody seemed to have fun. Wider sports world seemed to have fun. Non-golf voices, you, you know, you don't see often wading into our pool were there it was great it was just and i think the golf tragics enjoyed it had a little fun with it i'm sure there was some moaning and complaining about little things here or there but uh i think overall people were just happy and celebrating a day a a, a shared event maybe in the way i don't know they have been watching the last dance i don't know but it was live sports and people seemed to be sharing in the experience of it so i, I thought it was a great sort of celebratory mood yeah, it was it was a wonderful diversion and it it just had some moments where you were you felt alive, you know? And <laughs> and there were just some great moments where I mean, the hole out uh for Brady, it, it was so unexpected. Oh, it was incredible. <laughs> I mean that was I jumped off my couch. I was shouting, Oh, at the T V, jumping off my couch. It just it got me going. So, I mean, it, it, to do it right after Charles Barkley is just talking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, it, it came, was incredible. You got Brooks Kepka phoning in, getting involved. Kind of everybody's sort of piling on. You could tell Tom Brady like it was starting to get to him. Not mm -hmm. starting; it was to him. Like he, he just wasn't playing into it anymore. He was done. He felt probably a little sheepish. Maybe um, I would say, you know, if we're let's go into it then. Let's, we're you know, in it. We're already into it. I would say this sort of like the Brady playing like absolute crap, like really put rocket fuel on the appeal of this thing and the broader appeal of it. Like it was a real charge because, I mean, let's be honest, there's a ton of Brady fans out. And I think there's like out there and there's a lot of, you know, maybe unanimously held opinion that he's the best quarterback of all time. That I think even the haters wouldn't put up, you know, a strong argument against that. But like, there's a lot of angst out there. A lot of Tom Brady kind of uh, schadenfreude. Pa and, Patriot Tom Brady angst. And it like, uh, all credit, I mean, he sort of was put him out there in this pissing down rain and humiliated himself, you know, on a place where he's not the most comfortable. And it really showed, exposed him. But it just supercharged this thing here in the first hour hour and a half because he's so bad and people are having so much fun watching him be so bad and we're talking not just like you know angry mobs on twitter we're talking like jj watt and brooks kepka and barkley like famous celebrities getting in his grill about it, having a, a 
fun with it. It was so that really, I think, boosted this early on. You know, it was it, it made him so relatable, and he's such an unrelatable human being. You know, and yeah. him struggling on the golf course in in a moment, and clearly feeling the nerves and the 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 pressure of the circumstance was just it like like you said gave it rocket fuel but it just it drew it sucked everybody in because everybody yeah. had been there everybody's yeah. had a round of golf where it just goes so bad from yeah. the start and i mean he looked like a fish out of water and you know then all of a sudden he just hits this miraculous shot <laughs> and then he was just as terrible for like the next <laughs> four holes i mean pop-ups hard <laughs> hooks complete balloon balls out to the right just everything everything going on and they stopped doing the tracer after the first you know what i realized the tracer was only on tee shots that they were together i think they could only pick Uh, one tee for the tracer that makes sense so when they split the tee boxes there wasn't a tracer is what i i'm i'm guessing okay but that was what i was gonna say one of my big regrets was that we didn't have 18 holes of tom brady tracer because some of the swings i i was like where did it go (laughs) this is not a critique of that they should have had it like we understand that they're working up against a small crew the malfunctions with it just pouring everywhere and everybody trying to stay dry had to be just the challenges had to be numerous but uh the, the when they let off with the tracer i was like oh wow and everybody's just ripping on his handicap you know it's a vanity <laughs> handicap he's not just not just the team like he is not in play ever almost ever but, but then but he's chili dipping it and sculling it he said he was horrible every on the around the green let's let's put this in perspective here yeah everybody's like he's an eight handicap he's an 8.1 index which translates index, yeah. to like a 10 and he's playing these guys he's playing tiger woods Who's like a plus seven or plus eight? I mean, I think in two thousand, whoever did like he's like he was like a plus thirteen in two thousand. Whoever did the entered all the yeah. scores in for his two, yeah. for tournaments, yeah. Yeah. and he got three shots on the front nine. Three. <laughs> I I would walk out and give t- Tom Brady three shots tomorrow on nine you- per nine, and I I would. I would I would be so ecstatic about giving him. And this is Tiger Woods giving him three <laughs> shots. Um, did any part of you feel bad for him? Like a little bit uh, for Brady? Just, uh, I mean, I mean the, there was nowhere to hide. You, Anybody feels bad because anybody that's had one of those rounds, it's like yeah. the worst feeling in the world where yeah. it just like everything is going bad. It was clear he was... Did you hear them talking about how much he, he played 18 in the morning and then he he was like hitting balls and he, like what is he doing was that a real thing he played 18 this that's morning that's what they said in the and lead then, up and then he was like yeah, running said, sprints or something or I, I think i thought saw, thought i saw he was running like wind sprints or something in between rounds and then they're out there just in the monsoon hitting balls what are you getting out of that well, I, right 
When they I, went live, I was like, wait, is this thing, is this really going off like this? We're going to do this for the next four hours? I tweeted like something about that, and I got all these replies like, golfers who love golf hit balls and that. <laughs> and it's like every day in Scotland. It's like, well, I understand playing, but like, there's no reason to be hitting balls when it's just <laughs> pissing rain. And, like, and then they're putting, and there's not raining at all. And it's yeah. like they could have gone and hit five balls yeah. then. Yeah. The one thing yeah. I think is like with Brady, which it kind of explains it, yeah. with like his like, oh, he pl- oh, big day. I'm gonna play 18, run wind sprints. Is like this other athlete thing where they think like. The weird thing about golf is a lot of times the less you try, the better you play. Yeah. And the more space you give the game. But in sure. every other sport, it's like, oh, I need more reps. I need more, more reps. reps. I, yeah. If yeah. I, the more I throw this football on this route, the better I'm going to play. Right. Right. No, no, I, that is maybe a, obviously a, a very unique thing to golf. I, I. So did you ever feel bad about forum at all at any moment? Slightly? Um, I'll yeah, tell you this I though, I I was happy for him that he got that hole out because that was just such an incredible, ridiculous moment. <laughs> Suck on that, Chuck! Like it, it just it was such a great because we had been unified and watching him be so poor the, up to that point, and then we're sort of unified and shocked that that happened. It was great. I think when I the moment I felt bad for him was when he hit his second shot on that hole. Oh yeah, and he yeah. was just like, oh. God, they didn't even show him hit their hit his third. That's the. Th- How about this? Does he have a driver? I mean, he's par fives, a best ball, and he's not. He's like just popping these, you know, fairway woods and driving irons. Why was he using the driving iron the whole <laughs> round? I don't know. He hit that know. thing beautifully uh, on the back nine. I mean, that was part of the point. I mean, he could not, he was not in play. That was part of the problem. Can we it doesn't talk- matter how far up you are if you're not even in play. So. Can we talk about his worst shot that barely got acknowledged? Uh, was it the chili dip? Which one was it? The, <laughs> the chili dip was really bad. In front of, like, Because they were started talking about other things and... It was like a in the background almost, like a like a comedy movie, you know, a Steve Martin thing. Something in the background you weren't supposed to notice. There's Tom back there just chili dipping this chip like four <laughs> yards in front of him. It wasn't even like the focal point of whatever they're trying to talk about. <laughs> this was after he'd been sending him right and left off the tee. You're like, oh God. He was just fully on tilt. So. I think I was just gonna go with the skull on uh, right at the hole after the one club challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, From right in front of the green, he just <laughs> rocketed it over the green. Right through. I thought when we were heading for alt shot, I was like, this is going to be dicey. He wasn't good in alternate shot. I mean, I I don't know I, if they used it. I thought he played great on the back <laughs> compared that one to the part front th- nine. Yeah, it was. It was much more improved. The par three, the shot into the, what it was at, 16? When they all hit it tight, three that, of them. That was unbelievable. Russell Wilson um, was like, I'm going to give up. He couldn't even talk. Like, get him out of there. Russell Wilson could barely articulate a sentence. He was all over the place. That was uh, that was the low light of the telecast was, was bringing someone in at that point in the match. That's where you need to be like, okay, we're going to move this guy to 17 fairway. 
Granted, my, my, it raised three hundred thousand meals. Yeah, because it of his worked thing. out great. It worked out. Yeah, yeah. But they had to do those wheels up ambassadors. You know, they were frequent throughout. Um, my low point was probably this one's for you, work day. You know, God, that, that from that Phil. Was not, yeah, I mean, good on work day. Whatever they did, contributed. Phil, a, Phil just earned his scholarship, or shit, his, uh, not his scholarship, his sponsorship. Yeah, good on them for contributing, but like. It just sounded hokey and not great. This one's for you, work day. And then it's like, oh, hit the cart, get back. He wanted to hit a cart to get back and play. So let's talk about that. Uh, oh, last thing on Brady, when we, when we got to the back nine for alternate shot. How like, and this was what makes alternate shots so great. How anxious were you on 18 with them both having to hit the approach with all that trouble down the right, you know, at, at a right flag? Like, I was just watching them. It's like, I mean, it's even odd, like, I don't know, 50-50 that the ball, you know, is playable after this shot. It was so great, especially with the with the the margin being only one up. So it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I, you know, that moment, it like flashed me back to my childhood when I would play the trap game. Um, yeah. When I was yeah. caddying, because yeah. I was just like Phil. I'd be like, okay, okay, yeah. see the, the greens over there. You got to <laughs> aim this way over here. <laughs> And he was—he was on full coach mode. <laughs> I mean, about, so the shot before he hold the day. Uh, do you want to say anything else about the eighteenth no. there? I mean, I just—I was so nervous for both those guys trying to keep it dry. But talking about Phil coaching before he hold out the second shot, he's like, what, "Phil, what's the yardage?" I mean, the guy—guy guy has not found the club face. He's like, "It's everything in his bag times 10, right? It feels just like, well, it's like, I don't know. It's like 220, but we're in the way. Like two, Phil's just giving him the most general numbers, like 240, 250 into the wind. Just like not rounding up by 10, not acknowledging the question with any kind of precision whatsoever. And of course, like Brady just like poofs one into the fairway and then he holds out next. But I, Phil was, I think, getting irritated. I think that was a really moment of irritation for Phil. He's like, well, what do you mean, what yardage? You just don't have it. It's par five. You don't, you're don't. you over in the wash. You don't have it. So that, that was good. What do you think of Phil? I mean, speaking of, uh, you know, players that had trouble finding the club face a little bit on the front. Phil was <laughs> terrible on the front. <laughs> Horrible. What was your tweet? That, I think that, that provoked a real laugh-out-loud moment for me. It was Ernie never what? Ernie I said never I said Ernie never got outplayed by Peyton Manning. <laughs> that killed me. I Golf mean, t- through through ten holes. <laughs> Peyton Do you Manning, really feel Peyton that? Manning might have been beating Phil Mickelson in, 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 in a match play match. In your heart of hearts and your bones, you feel that take. That is that a real take? You're I felt right now. I felt like. Through ten holes, Peyton Manning had hit more better, sh- like more good shots than Phil Mickelson had hit, and not even like good shots. He made that that four for three on the one hole. Yeah, he made the yeah. three on the par three. He was amazing on the par threes, Peyton. I mean, he. I think Peyton outplayed him. <laughs> we did have we had a, a friend of the program is. Intimately familiar with the course, 
was texting us that like Phil, you know, as much as Brady was looking like, you know, all over the place and it's target for most, like Phil was playing like a real ass on, on a wide course, a course with some, you know, benign landing area. It was uh, unbelievable that they were only three down. Yeah. Like it, Phil it has some ridiculous, I mean, in a way it kind of was really cool to see because Phil he played really bad, but he kind yeah. of like did the Phil thing where he escaped. He got up and down from some crazy spots. He yeah. made that one up and down where he had the weird stance. I wish they would have like replayed that. Do you remember yeah. the one? I, I can't remember what hole it was on. He had a weird stance and he just like flopped it up and they like nonchalantly to like this. And, and JT said something like that was like he made that look so easy and that was not easy. And he had a weird stance on that. And it, but he kind of was getting up and down out of garbage cans. And yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, like Tigers like put on a stripe show on the front nine. And it was really cool to see their two contrasting styles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. We, we got it very, you know, it was uh, conspicuous there through the front. And then, I mean, Phil turned it on a little bit. You know, he drove the green on the par four. That was beautiful. The, Here, the here's shot the into par three was great. Go ahead. Tiger played like shit on the back nine. Why? Why does that take? What do you mean? He's an old shot, isn't he? Just kind of protecting. He has some terrible wedges. Yeah, he like didn't do anything on the on the back nine. He played great on the front. I thought he looked really good. He hit it really good, but then on the back nine, he was kind of low key bad. He drove it decently, but he did not play great. Did his mic die or something? He like we didn't hear from him the entire like back nine. I, I don't know. Like, and then that the check presentation is Mike wasn't working. I, I think he just seems like all we were doing was following his pro tracer, you know, images and, and stuff like that. Why? So I bet you would, there did seem to be a lot of fawning over tiger, uh, his game. He looks fantastic. It's because he drove it well. Yeah. But He'd... he was hitting like some protected, like just kind of low cuts. Right. I mean, he was not trying to go full go. It seemed like, Smart, wisely enough, right? I mean, he's playing the game that'll get him around there. I thought, I thought he played good on the front. He, it just on the back, he wasn't sharp. It, he had a lot of just mediocre uh, shots coming down the stretch. Like, I mean, Phil was playing better of the two. That wedge shot he hit on seventeen was horrendous. Um, the putt he hit on eighteen was great. I mean, he drove yeah. the ball really well, which he he seemed really locked in. Mm-hmm. Like really, like didn't actually want to lose this at all. Had enough of Phil. Phil seemed bothered that he wasn't giving him putts. You know, you, you know. I think beyond just the banter for the camera, Phil. I, I think there was a little hint of truth to like that being irked by that. Um, it was fun getting an inside lo- look at Phil in a match, kind of, and you could see how the momentum started to go to him and Brady and how he just that, that yapping, that chatter just got turned up and he just was talk, 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 talk. And like, as, as they got closer and closer and match coming down the stretch, he could feel that momentum. I mean, if that, that match goes nine more holes, I think they win. When Brady missed that, or I'm sorry, Manning missed that, you know, whatever that was three footer or something after Brady had just missed his to, I think to, make it one i believe yeah i I mean it's just phil was lit up and brady's shouting after brady just like 
missed his plot. Like, what are you? He's like screaming, like, whoa, he's done nothing to that point. Nothing. You got to have out of his hole out. You know, um, and, you know and he's screaming favorite. over Peyton missing the little, you know, short putt. I'm going to revise my favorite Brady shot. What was that? The 18th tee shot. <laughs> Where? Which one was? What happened there again? I he mean, didn't carry like, it. Well, well the, we several of them did we, not carry the whatever the marsh or whatever it is. We, he had a lot that did not seem to carry to the fairway. That's the one I wish we had shot Tracer the most because you could just see it the minute he hit it. He was so upset with the shot, and that was the hole where if either of them had put the ball in play, it would have given it such a huge advantage. Because they then the, you would have had Phil or Tiger hitting approach shots in. That alternate shot was all about if you could get Phil or Tiger. To, if they could hit a drive well enough that you could get Phil or Tiger to hit a approach shot. If you look at like uh, Brady on the short par 4, 14th. He hit the yeah. drive that allowed Phil to hit the wedge to five yeah. feet. And, yeah. and, and Peyton didn't hit the, a good enough drive there. But like... On eighteen, it was so, there was so much pressure, and he just hit one so high, soft to the right. And I think JT said something about that. That's the front nine. Time. Yeah. yeah. I. What do you think he would have shot on his own ball today? Oh God! What do, where do you think? So bad. I mean, because he wouldn't have about, finished a lot of holes. That's what I. I mean, I. I don't know where that was going that round. It's like one of those. You go to some resort course, you know, and you just, and there's homes and water on both sides and you just like, you go through a cart and a ball, a dozen balls and you you hate golf by the end of it, you he, know? He had to have lost 15 balls. I don't know what he was going to shoot on his own, his own ball. It would have been astronomical. He lost one on one. He lost yeah. one on two. He lost one on three. He didn't lose one on four. He lost... Two on five because he was in his pocket. Lost his pants. Yeah, pants ripped. Not a good day for Under Armour. Um, I I don't know, but again, I, I like. Is, it, is this match as raging of a success if Tom Brady wasn't involved? That's what I'm saying. This thing brought a ton of like. We'll talk about whether this is replicable or they should do more of these in a minute, but like. I don't know that it's replicable when you had just this. Everybody wants to see Tom Brady fall on his face, and he really, really did. I, how about him not knowing? Should he have known what a uh, red stake drop? Like he seemed totally lost there. Uh, on like, if it stays in the sand, do I have to leave it in the sand? All he just seemed really lost. I mean, Andrew Landry doesn't know the rules either. He <laughs> plays on tour. Hey, was that? TV spotter Scott McCarron. I swear to God, it was. I didn't. Did see you see it. the guy with the mask on? He was helping him with the drop. I swear to God, it was Scott McCarron. It looked just like him. He had these, you know, medium shirt. I, I think the anchor man was out there pacing off the shots for the broadcast. I could be wrong though. We'll have to talk to some people in TV and see if he was a part of it. But yeah, he, he, uh, Brady not knowing the drop, whatever. It's fine. Um, anything else on Phil? Um, he was great. He was trying so hard from the moment, the morning with the equation and all that stuff. I I don't know. He really trying hard and I give him credit even for that. I think he, how about that drive you hit on 11? Which one's that? Is that the the par four up and over the trees on the left? That of course happened right after I tweeted the Ernie thing. 
what is that like one of those things where you almost have to give him like a tighter like a tighter lane to shoot for tighter target a more precise thing to shoot for so he hit it as opposed to just if you're giving him open field he'll like figure out a way to he'll just get too lax i I, I, how did he do that the way he was hitting the ball i think there's something about when you have to hit it high and far sometimes make your best swing especially with the driver yeah and he had to hit the launch that high and he had to hit it you know far and so i don't know but it was a great shot i mean and brady made the eagle putt from off the back there that was the great putter see manning flagged that wedge in there yes yes that was a birdie they were gonna yeah they were gonna make a birdie there what'd you think of manning peyton manning we're going through all four fantastic I, I really enjoyed him being a part of it. Yeah, I thought he was like the perfect, like, he was the perfect personality for that group. Yeah. I, I Like we said, we said in the preview thing that we did on Instagram live, like he just seems like the most normal of the four, right? And we've said it repeatedly. He was a good mix, hit a couple good shots, a few, more than a couple, hit some good shots. Hit some like really bad shots and amateurs hit, uh, and kind of like he tells stories and m- he's a person who can kind of narrate and have fun riding on a cart by himself, knowing people are on the other side side of the mic. And this is why you see like Monday Night Football throwing the you know bank at him at places like that. They want him to be a part of the. He knows how to walk the line there. Um, I think the broadcast started to figure out a couple holes in like. We can go to Peyton and Cart, and he's great. And we can yeah. cover two minutes with Peyton and Cart. Or we can go to Phil talking to somebody, like talking golf, and yeah. that's great Phil time. And those, uh, Phil, Phil time. <laughs> and, and they can, uh, those two became like the carriers of the, then they could mix in Barkley and JT, but those two could carry long periods of time versus like you're not going to cut to like that when Amanda Balionis uh, asked that for Brady to tell that story. It was, he was a horrible storyteller. I didn't even, he didn't understand what he was talking about. Like, and he could not carry something, could not carry a a long stretch of time. You know, he he seems, man, I don't know. Yeah. He seems like the, the robot. Like, I don't know if he's human underneath i don't know what's going on with brady he's just you know different so far gone at this point as he said um the only thing human the only thing human about brady is his golf game i mean he kept saying god dang it like he was pissed and then you know it became this phenomenon so with brooks (laughs) and all these others getting involved uh manning was fantastic i thought he was perfect perfect kind of person to have for this um what about Tiger? Anything else you want to say on Tiger? Tiger had one good, really good line about, you know, Phil wanted him to mark from whatever. They were 80 yards back. He goes, did you have like a silver medal or what? Is, should I put my U.S. Open medal? My, my, mark yeah, it with, my gold mark, U.S. Open medal. <laughs> that was good. It seemed like quick and not too forced. It was good Tiger banter, as he likes to say. Uh, but other than that, you know, Tiger's Tiger. He's never going to be. He's there for, you know. What did you think his, of Tiger's pants? Shorts. That, that's all he wears now. He wears those to people. He wears those to dinner. 
They got that extra pocket on the side. He's got this taurine gum in there. How about his tweet tonight? Did you see that? To Monster? What did it say? Thank you to Monster Energy for your never-ending support. I wonder if that's a make good just because you were in a cart, you know, and the bag didn't get its run. Never-ending. Does that mean that's like a partnership in in perpetuity, you know? Um, Tiger was fine. His golf was very good. He's there to, like, be the headliner. He's not going to, but he's not going to be, you know... The talker. What do you think of his game? It, it was. I mean, he drove it well. I thought he was. I don't think he was as sharp as everybody thought he was. I yeah. think he hit some really nice shots early, but the back nine he was very mediocre. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, and, and that could be some of it could be skewed with you know having Peyton Manning because like something that skews the par five where he hits in that bunker and then. Manning, amidst a monsoon, I mean, I thought Manning's having to hit that bunker shot, and it is like a deluge. Yeah. And then he plays it. Deluge. Deluge. Deluge? Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how you pronounce it. Don't come to me for pronunciation. But he blades it over, and they make bogey there, so that, like, kind of, you know, triggers my... But he drove it great, but I think, in general... I don't think he was that good on the back nine. Less okay. sensational than early. Early, he was pretty good. But, like, even one. One, he hit a terrible approach into. All right. Yeah. People seem just kind of seduced. By he hit a lot of bad shots. That would be a contrarian One, take, maybe. 17. You know, 16 was average. He had a good long iron on, on 15. Had a good putt on eighteen, you know. When he that was a to. great putt. What do you, I mean? What did you think of his shorts? <laughs> why does he need? The, why does he need the pocket? What is the pocket for? Why does he need that zipper? Why do they just... go down to his shins? That's the other thing. <laughs> They've got seventeen-inch inseams shorts. <laughs> I thought that with the extra zippers all over them. I don't understand. <laughs> That's not that funny. You know, uh, watching that last dance. Yeah. MJ was a terrible dresser. What are you, that's just a revelation to you now? You need well, that 10-part documentary? Like, that's just uh, Hold on. Through? Hold on. Okay? I was refreshing everybody's memory. <laughs> okay. Tiger is going to go down as one of the worst dressers in golf history. We know this. It's, hard. it's unbelievable. He just, maybe there's something about being one of the greats and just being a terrible dresser. I think it would have been worse if he didn't have his Nike deal. They just put him in dry fit stuff. As like, bad as that seems sometimes, you know, it probably would have been worse if he had to leave stuff to his own imagination. So um, he was good. Tiger, Tiger how, how, how about TV 12 wearing pants when everybody else is wearing shorts? Did you notice that? Did he have pants on underneath or were they just rain pants? What well, was going the, on the, there? The Under Armour split and then he went to the rain pants. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he's playing with thing. two PGA Tour players who aren't wearing pants, and he's wearing pants. Uh, Peyton didn't even wear like a rain gear on top for a lot of it. He had his Red Cross shirt going. You know, I just want to say like big ups to all these guys, like very well uh, accomplished superstars with millions and millions of dollars, and didn't have to do this. And it probably wasn't all that pleasant, especially for Brady. But like just. 
you know, we appreciate them doing that, right? I mean, they raised a ton of money. It probably wasn't, you know, the easiest thing when it, or the, you know, at moments they probably didn't want to be out there when it was absolutely pouring on them. So, um, all right. I, I think Tiger and Manning were the deserved winners, right? Didn't they seem, or you think it was if they had gone 25 holes or 27, they wouldn't have done it. I don't know. Who knows? Everything could change. But yeah, the, I, I, surprisingly, I was so surprised at how well they played an alternate shot together. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked. I thought that I just thought that was going to be a bloodbath based on what, we, what we'd seen. So I think I, I was kind of impressed with Brady down the stretch. He had some pressure shots like the par three shot. He kept it in play when every time he needed to hit a shot, he kept it in play. He never like utterly failed when when he needed to hit a shot. So we got a text that he, he has total driver willies. Just has the willies with his driver right now. Can't hit. I mean, we saw it a lot. He had to feel for I him. think he I think it's pretty safe to say after today that he had to, has the three wood willies too. <laughs> but I, it just Okay, we know we've we've banged on Brady enough. How do you think Metalist? I mean, held did up? any did he, did you see him hit? He hit maybe one good three wood out of twelve today. Yeah. yeah. How did Metalist hold up for you? I What'd mean, you it is what it? I thought it was. It, it's it's a golf course that pros make look pretty easy. Like you never watched it and were like, oh, this course is really tough for Tiger or Phil. But then you watch Brady and Manning play it, and they lost balls all over the place. It's a golf course that divides the skill level. Like it's going to push if you're not a like a scratch player, you're going yeah. to struggle at medalist. Like it's going to be really hard for anybody below uh, above a 2 handicap to play. You're going to shoot worse than you usually shoot, and everybody else is probably going to shoot about what they usually shoot. So let me ask you this, for this for this product, do you think it was better that way i do because some I of the appeal was watching these guys get and i have to walk back something i i always have hated watching anybody but professionals play golf but i enjoyed watching tom brady suffer today <laughs> uh do you think it would have been better at a place like medalist or it's, it's hard to say or i'm sorry at seminal um uh, i don't I don't know. I think it for the general public, it, it's really medalist is really easy to understand. It's like, oh, there's trouble everywhere but down the middle. So for that, it makes it a really easy product to watch. Like it's really hard, especially with a telecast. And this, and we can talk about the telecast in a little bit. But like a yeah. non golf telecast, they weren't going to get down into the nitty gritty yeah, about sure. what was going to be challenging, and they weren't going to be like, okay, you know the tough thing about this shot is Phil has a lie that's going left to right and he wants to hit the shot right to left. And, and then, you know, with the wind going this way, his functional landing area to keep this on the green is like five yards wide, you know, dude, some of those greens were ridiculously small. You warned us about that. Like I, I couldn't believe it. Oh Yeah. It was crazy. Was well, like, it's just another thing that makes it so hard for the average guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not that hard for a tiger to hit the third green with a wedge, but it's like almost impossible for a guy like Brady or, or Man. Is that the par five? Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that was one early on. I was like, "What? What is this?" I think that green's twenty five hundred square feet. It's, <laughs> I mean, it is tiny. Uh, so medalist held up in your mind. It was a fine, fine enough venue for this. I, yeah, I, I it, think it really worked. It, you know, especially we're not having crowds. We're just, it's just a backdrop, right? It's we're social distancing, doing all this stuff. So, hey, hey, uh, guess what? Golf's what? okay without fans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should we talk about coverage TV? Sure. How, how'd you find the TV broadcast? I think JT was a breakout star for the day. Seems like he's not getting too many negative reviews. I, I think I know they his... should try and get him to do it full time. Why? He's pretty good at it. I think like he created that whatever viral moment or whatever you want to call it. Chuck, your fat ass. I'd like to see your fat ass dunk a basketball right now. And that like went into outside the golf corner of the world a lot of people enjoyed that in the wider sports world so i think jt got a lot of run he was a good mix of being able to do the barkley style banter and being able to tell you about this course where he plays or get something out of phil talking about golf i think you know not to add to the uh you know glowing almost unanimous praise he's getting but he was really good mixture uh, of stuff so yeah, I thought it when he he knew in dead parts what to ask Phil to get him going. Yeah. Like that's where it was so helpful with him having such a relationship with those two guys where yeah. he could he knew exactly what to say to Phil that would get him going, you know? I mean, and you can tell this is someone who's been like I don't know, not to be dramatic, but like baptized in the fires of playing casual golf with Michael Jordan and uh, Tiger Woods and all the like you you sort of by osmosis not that those guys are great on TV but you you kind of I don't know acquire an ability to be yes and uh, not back down or I, I don't know just be yourself be able to tell Barkley I want to see your fat ass dunk a basketball like he's someone who maybe someone else who hasn't had that background wouldn't have that confidence or comfortableness talking like that. And he, he brought it. He was great. Um, anything else on, um, on TV? So I don't think, I don't think that the showing of shots was that much different than last week's. The pacing, yeah. everything was really it was slow. It was slow out there. Both were slow. Just because they're trying to work with limited cameras and trying to get everybody in position and things like that. But we saw a golf broadcast last week, and we saw a broadcast team primarily made up of people that do other sports this weekend. Yeah, but it was that way for the match one, and I think people ripped on the match one more than anything. Well, uh, but they, they had, they had all golf people mostly outside of Barkley. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. this match I think worked because they went completely they diverged from the traditional norms of golf broadcast. The that main the main analyst didn't have to be an ex player. Like Immelman was there, but he kind of I think Barkley was a much bigger role. Yeah, I wouldn't even say you could use the term main for anyone, right? Yeah. It was more like 
JT Barkley kind of discourse with the players out on the course with Trevor occasionally coming in. I don't even know that you could say Maine. I mean, Brian Anderson was directing traffic a little bit, but like no one had a title of Maine on, on anything, I thought. So the golf broadcast, the recipe has been the same for 60 years. Yeah. This is how we broadcast golf, and this is the way it's been. It, and golf is always slow to change. And what you got this this broadcast was essentially what they do it felt more like a broadcast you would get with the nba on tnt well to be clear though too like the, we can't have this every week no these guys are going to be going into like real competitions and want to be mic'd up or want to be taking questions from justin thomas at the side of the green or whoever the on-course reporter is like yeah, it's great to have that and strip it down and do something totally radically different. But like, that's not like how competition. It's not how it be. There's a lot of PGL talk coming out of this tonight. That's not how like the PGL could be in terms of we're just talking broadcast. Like these guys are going to start. At, I realize they're competing in this, but it's not you know the the day to day of their their career in that kind of competition. So like, that's not replicable either. No, but, um, it I think was, it was great for this. I think there are things that they could take from this, you know, and like I think like a not having a like steady diet of FedEx cup dates. Well, I'm saying like Azinger just rambling and rambling or Faldo, whoever's in that spot, just like going to the on course person more often. Because I feel like the on-course person can always provide some ver- worthwhile insight. You can pick up some sound on the audio on the course. Like We get that down the stretch sometimes where we get them picking up caddy player interactions. And like they could do more of that. I mean, yeah, the analysts are usually just guessing off the pictures of what Ex- they see. Right? Exactly. I mean, they're watching it just like you and I. So, so more of that, less of less. I don't like, I've heard everything Azinger is going to say from like a catchphrase thing, like where he's going to, you know, drop yeah. his zingers in there. And, um, you know, I, I do appreciate some things like Azinger brings a perspective that's really good, but it's, it's better in smaller doses. The yeah. more you lean on, on certain people, to carry the broadcast, the less impactful each of those people become. And this is what, that's what this broadcast I thought did really well was that they spread it across all four players and all of their media personalities. Yeah. Seemed to be a lot of praise for that too. Um, I, I, I just, I think it's like fine in a vacuum. I just don't know. Like where, what's the middle ground? Right, we can't go. It, it's proven that you can do different things and make a really entertaining product. How do we fit that in with like a more competitive at, uh, when 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 we have a more competitive atmosphere, a more competitive tournament? Type? Well, they could just mic all the they could mic the players, but the players will never go for it. I don't. Yeah, that's where the members organization runs into. It. I mean, what do they want to be? What do they want to do? I mean, I saw people. Who someone tweeted like, I was a TK Kelly. Somebody was like a player, not like a critic, not like a media yapper like us. So like this could do more to grow the game than anything in the last sixty years or any of these are you know, any of the last twenty authentic. years. I know. Well, 
Was it? Yeah, I guess. There's a lot of brands, a lot of McUltra, a lot, a lot of Capital One, a lot of Audi, Audi, But they stayed out of the way of the golf. Yeah, yeah. It was just a fun entertainment product. It was great. So what? seen a lot of PGL talk. Do you have anything on the broadcast? Any other things you want to say? Barkley was, I thought Barkley was perfect. He wasn't like over the top. You know, he wasn't, he was kind of a good mixture of curious questions, trying not to get in the way and trying not to be a, you know, cartoon character. I think he was great. I thought. Um, my, one of my favorite things, which is totally not replicable on the PGA tour schedule was the ability for the announcers to talk to the players. Yeah. Yeah. So getting off that then, does there not need to be a PGA tour anymore? Should this be no, the, there should this be the spark be for the PGL? Is this what the PGL should do? I don't think the PGL could look quite like this. But I, I did a podcast with Garrett Morrison and uh Stephen Proctor. Yeah. And Steven's a sharp guy. He wrote a book about um young Tom Morris. Yep. He's very versed in the history of challenge matches, which this was essentially a challenge match. Challenge yep. matches were how golf competition started. Yeah. When golf started. And they were wildly popular. More people would go to big challenge matches than the open championship. That's what I think people don't understand is like, oh, this is so the traditionalists, like this is kind of in golf's blood and its origins from the very beginnings. A lot of these like, you know, if you want to call them publicity stunts, but like made for whatever, made for TV, made for whatever Scotland <laughs> towns, you know, that th- this is part of its origin story. This, so Stephen was talking about the origins of the first professional tour in England. Yeah. And it was centered around helping the middle tier professional. Okay. Make enough living. Cause those professionals couldn't make enough money. The top professionals could make an, more than enough money doing challenge matches. Sure. The middle sure. tier guys could make enough money. Doing. Interesting. So that's essentially where we're still at, and it's Coming, ish, the yeah. better product in in the, the old days was always challenge matches. That was the most popular product. But in order to make a living, and guess what, making a living as a professional golfer on the PGA Tour is no longer a problem. So it's time to make changes, because that's the same thing, same reason they went to this 125 exempt player thing. What do you mean? So when they changed the system, there used to only be to 60 exempt yeah. players. That right. was to help everybody make a living. Yep. Every yep. time they try, they create a policy to make a living. Like, And here's a match, and we saw it with match number one, a challenge match between Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. They played for $10 million, which that year was the same number that the FedEx Cup winner got. Like right. these guys, These guys on their own can earn more money than anybody else. And you think they should? You think that some form of this PGL, whatever we saw today, a beefed up, whatever we saw today, version of what we saw today. The, should the, sh- this podcast I did with Steven Proctor, he, what got me thinking, he was talking about all this stuff. And it, what I realized, what's golf's most valuable property? The Masters. Second most valuable property. I don't know. What? The Ryder Cup. Oh, the Ryder Cup. Okay. Yeah. You know what the Ryder Cup is? Yeah. It's just competition. It's a a challenge match. Yeah. Yeah. So there needs to be a team 
match but there's play like an element format. of there's there's an element of nationalism in that too that kind but, of but that's the same reason why we love sports is because i have a i have pride as a bulls fan it's why right. i love the chicago bulls is because they're my team right yeah and i yeah. love the nba but mostly i got into it because i was a bulls fan so this yep. is it, it, it when you have a team it allows you to draw outside or a rooting interest. It, and it's so much easier to root for somebody when it's a one-on-one match. Yeah. I, I think there's this. It just current. it makes the game so much more approachable to the common fan. This this match today was but is that so what approachable. We, yes. I you guess do my, want my, that. my concern That's, is like. You're getting out over your. You're getting too too far afield when you're like trying to cater to common fan. I think that's where we've gotten in trouble. I you want you want work on the core turn, product. You want somebody to turn on the TV and understand what the hell is going on. Right now, yeah. they turn on the TV and they hear Faldo mumbling a Wyndham reward update, and then twenty players in a scoreboard update, and then a FedEx Cup update. It's like. In a match, it's like, oh, this guy's playing this guy, and he's two up. I get that. I think there is a sweet spot between like making a great core product that's also easy, like that. Cater. I think we got a little bit of it today. Uh, a core product uh, that really catered to the golf tragics that that you need to worry about. What is your product? Is it is the product to be selling title sponsorships and race points races that are nebulously calculated you have no idea what it really means in the grander scheme of things um or is it like just golf on tv you know is it the actual the 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 stripped down play on tv from t to green competition you know whether that's stroke play match whatever it is and and i think in in a way stripping that down not only like appeals to the people who are annoyed by all the intrusions of you know live under par chain smokers concerts and you know uh, all the other different lard of a broadcast which a term i use too often but it also makes it more understandable for the common person common fan you're talking about the the guy who's just dropping in like so many people did today so yes. many so many people like this is awesome i saw some person i saw someone i can't recall who like the least golfy person ever probably hates golf being like what can, I, what can I, no, what can other sports learn from the match how would we do this with soccer how would we do this with hockey how can we do this what could what can other sports learn from golf like you rarely hear that ever so imagine the match but with four matches going on at once how good the tv would be yeah like so is that what you're saying the pgl could be I'm not even saying the PGL like you could devise this with the PGA tour and have it on Tuesday nights. This is we yeah. play one of these every Tuesday night and there's eight guys that play every Tuesday night and they have there's a season long competition within this thing and it's rewarded based off of maybe it's the top 24 guys from last year's FedEx Cup get on this into this elite, you know, match play circuit and you have a playoff at the end of that. Yeah, basically uh, a better version of the FedEx Cup. Right, right. The, uh, I just I'm I'm golf, I don't know if I'm golf surprised. needs to get away from seventy two hole stroke play bullshit. 
because yeah, like totally. the most compelling, most engaging formats of the game are the ones that aren't played every single week on tour. Granted, 72-hole stroke play is going to yield your best winners from a from a pure so competition. So keep it at the majors. Yeah. Exactly. That's where the competition's, you know, allegedly most sacred, right? And you can't you don't want to Keep yeah, it at keep... 50% of tour stops, but every other one, let's re- reinvent. Okay. So I I I did not I guess I should have, but I did not see sort of like the PGL, I don't know, rejuvenation coming out of this in the way that it seems to be. I'm not saying the PGL itself seems to be doing it, you know, has a new hope, but I'm just surprised that it wasn't a thing I expected. And well, this is what the PGL talked about doing, though. It's like a strip. It's like it's like we're going to appeal to golf fans like and we're going to. The, the system's broken. It is broken. This is something yeah. we've talked about for a long time. Totally. Like the PGA, the way the PGA tour is structured is not well. It's, it's not the way it should be in the, in year 2020. It, it you know, player number 120 on the, on the FedEx cup point list does not matter in the grand scheme of golf. Sure. It's nice when the journeyman wins, but it's a star-driven world at this point, and, and golf fans barely ever, like a couple times a year, we get to watch Rory on the weekend. Yeah. And we should get to watch Rory on the weekend like 10, 15 times a year. We get to watch him like six times a year on the weekend. All right, so how many more of these should we do? How often should this be a thing? Is, is this is this the kind of thing that you, uh, we just captured in a bottle one time, with the certainly with the Brady not playing well sort of thing. And uh, again, that, that I just thought supercharged it from the start, but how often would you do this? We should be doing it. You know, what kind of bothered me is like, this should have been going on since mid end of April, right? Yeah. Every Sunday. We talked about that. <sighs> the- I, uh, yeah. Didn't you have to be set Sunday? It could be Wednesday nights, you know, and nothing's going on. That's what the, I, so I think they should be, pushing these every Tuesday night because you don't have Monday night football, Tuesday night golf. I mean, you go to Tuesday, you go, you go like in the Midwest or somewhere right now. It's like dark to, uh, light to like nine, you know, past nine o'clock and, in know, Michigan it's t- 10 o'clock. Yeah. You could play late. You play West coast prime time in the East. Uh, I, I guess, Whatever, there's so many moving parts. I, I just would have been cool if we had a few more of these. Tuesday um, night golf. All right. I might trademark else? it tonight. Any, okay. Anything else you want to say in reaction to this? Did we cover all the hits? Did we do everything? Uh, I Course, think so. broadcast. Did you everyone did you got you watch players? Bar- did you watch the Barkley segment? I was in and out. I came back. I was I came back, he was on his second shot. Pretty close, right? <laughs> that was fun to watch. I thought it was supposed to be during and alongside the others. Thank God it wasn't. Kinda, they wouldn't have gotten yeah, done. Clogged things up. Did you, were pace, you worried that they were not gonna finish at all? Yeah, big time. I mean, I was surprised they got it in just based on the radar and the way it was the way they went live on the range, it's just like what? this isn't happening. There's no way. I didn't think it was gonna happen today. I mean, the first green or whatever green they showed was underwater. I mean, it's just soaked. What but, a miserable day to play golf. <laughs> then they did it again. Uh there's a certain level of appreciation for them going out in there. So um, all right, that's it. That's it. I'm ready to if, talk about Ernie. 
You know, the guy that didn't get outplayed by uh, Peyton Manning. <laughs> Do we need to say anything about our hats? The hats sold out oh. quickly. We apologize. We, you know, we're not good at this. We're not professional merchandisers. We put, we thought it was a fine order. We didn't want to overstock. They went quick. We've already ordered more. I rest assured these haven't been, you know, earmarked for friends. And f- we didn't, you know, earmark 20% of them. We don't even have them ourselves. No one, everything we got, we put up for sale. You know, we don't need, I do not have a shotgun start merch myself. We didn't get into this to make merch. What do we make merch? What episode are we on? Like 400 or something? I have no clue what number we're on. It's way too many though. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. If we were doing this for merchandise to understand merchandise, we probably would have put it out, you know, two years ago. So, uh, it wasn't really a merch play. We will try to. We've already put in another order, right? People didn't seem happy with us. Hey, we might put up some like uh, some polos or freebird shorts. I'm wearing some right now. We might put up those. All right. Yeah, we might get a little different. Uh, You know, polos are pretty standard golf attire, but, you know, do something different. So, Uh, but we apologize. We'll have more hats soon. All right. That covers that. Anything else? T shirts, maybe, too. T shirts. Let's not get over promised, though. Yeah, come on. Let's just keep the mics on. The episode's rolling out. We'll we'll try to figure that out later. We we got on this big post hat call because you know they went quickly. They're like, "What happened?" And um, we brought in Will Knights and your wife, who you know the two are brighter bulbs than us. They're, they're and you're much immediately better at this than we are. And you're immediately gumming up the works of the call is we're trying to proceed talking about how you want to get Hogan caps with upside down beakers on them for Bryson. And they're like looking at you like, get this idiot off our call. But uh, we'll sort that out. We'll try to make a few more things and, uh, you know, put them up at some point. Okay. That's it. Everyone uh, enjoy your, I don't know, holiday. Hasta luego. Be a, reflective about memorial day i would say certainly at this moment and uh we will talk to you guys on wednesday